This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Uh, welcome to Lay Link with Basha Antion on Joy 94.9. We're so happy to be here tonight. And we are sitting in this studio, aren't we? Well, we are, yes. Yes, and it was very interesting because for the first time in a while, we've had usage of studio number one. I know, it was great. Oh, it's brilliant. And we love it when you get in contact with us, so please do send us a text on 0427JOY949 or you can email at onair at joy.org.au. Now, what have we got coming up on this show? Well, we're going to be finally chatting about why everyone hates carpools. <laughs> I'm taking the executive decision. We're talking about it first up. First up. So we do not get distracted. How many weeks have we been trying to talk about this article? I don't even want to think about it. If you know, <laughs> let's send us a text. But otherwise, no, I don't really want to know about it. We're finally going to do it because we're going to end up hating couples ourselves. <laughs> and and that's kind of awkward because I am in a couple. I know. I'm going to hate myself. How does that work? I know. You can't hate yourself. That's not good. <laughs> and we're also going to be talking about internet shopping. Oh, yes. I've got some interesting tips and bits to share. Really? I've been doing a lot of internet shopping lately. Yes, so have I. But mm. anyway, we, we digress. We digress. And hopefully we're going to talk about some holiday destinations for this year, some gay holiday destinations. Gay holiday destinations. And of course, the uh, Melbourne events listing. But we don't promise about the last one because we know what we're like. Yeah, we never, we always do that. We always like can't get to the last article. It's really unfortunate. But that's why this week we're going to do the Why We Hate Couples article first because we've never managed to get to it, have we? No, we have a few articles that we have never got to, but this is one that we're just going to knock out of the basket. Get out, <laughs> knock out, out of, of the, the basket. basket. I don't know what that was. That I don't was know. That was clever, wasn't it? Mm. You're very good like that, aren't you? Now, look, I wanted to know, I've, I've been doing a little bit of uh, looking around the place at the moment at jobs, Barsha. Okay. Because I have this this theory in my head that it's it's even if you're extremely comfortable in your workplace and you're happy and you don't want anything to change, you should never stop looking. It's always very true. I've always been told that you should always keep your resume up to date. So even if you have secure employment, always make sure that every few months that you're actually are updating your resume. So just in case something happens, <laughs> you know. Well, you never know. You never know. And especially in the financial climate that we're living in these days, is, you know, companies go bust all over the place. You've got to be prepared. You never know what's going to happen. I personally probably won't be in a company that's going to go bust because I work for the government. But, <laughs> you know, you never know when these things can happen. No, but then they could change things like they could automate everything and they automate you out of a job. That's great. Please don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but as I said, you've always got to be prepared, you know. I guess what? it's the, the HR people in us that are, that are having this yes, conversation. Yes, I do believe. I think the thing that, that I'm getting at here is that looking at different websites on the internet and you've got some pretty popular ones career one and seek.com.au and things like that and I find it very frustrating and I'm wondering if anyone else finds it very frustrating when there's a position that's advertised that's not actually a position now I know you feel my frustration here yeah, you can pick those, though. It's usually from a recruitment company, and the way it's worded is quite nondescript, but recruitment companies do that quite often, and the easiest trick to do that is you give them a call and you ask them point blank, is this a position or is this a, a fishing expedition? Are you just trying to fill up your books? Well, uh, this is what I've come across with a lot of places is that that's just all they want. They just want your name on their files so they can throw you out there to potential people who could list a business with them and make them a lot of money. 
Yes, that's very true. My personal peeve is that several recruitment companies are advertising the same position. Yes, well, that one is really annoying because you don't know if you've already applied for it. And who wants to do double the work? I mean, filling out a cover letter is annoying enough, but having to do it twice for the same role is just They just have fun. a general one, you just change it quickly. But that's beside <laughs> the point. But right. then, you know, how many times then is that potential employer going to possibly get your resume? <laughs> well, yes. Well, you wouldn't know, would you? <laughs> They're thinking she's really keen. <laughs> Look, if you've had any issues with recruitment agencies or you've got some pet peeves about job hunting, let us know because this is an interesting one. I know there's a lot of little pet peeves out there that people have. So send us a text on 0427 JOY 949 or email at onair at joy.org. .au. You are with Basha and Tian. This is our show, Laylink, and you're on Joy 94.9. And welcome back to Laylink. You're with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Send us a text in the studio on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. It is National Youth Week at the moment. So it we is. should have a bit of a mention for that and say that, you know, happy week for all of the youths. I believe Joy's been doing some fantastic broadcasting this past week, all aimed towards youth, which is really great. Yes, I was listening to Sammy at lunchtime today. I was driving around, and yes, she was doing some great things. She had some great interviews on her show. Mm, all so, right, yes. all right. Hopefully she podcasts that one. I hope so. Basha, I, I should mention, if you go to joy.org.au right now, you can actually find our little link on the side of the homepage there, and you can link up with us on social media, which we like it when people do, don't we? Yes, because you can stay up to date with the events, and you can also share the love and say hello and send us messages and pictures. Yeah. And, and you know, if you have any great ideas for what should be on Lay Link, because it is about your community, then you can also pitch those to us as well. Yes. And I think I need to send a message out to Mandy and Narelle. I still haven't seen the engagement ring photos. Oh. Okay, yes, one of our long-time listeners actually prepares to her lovely girlfriend or fiancé now, and we would like to see the bling. Yeah, we need to see the bling. We need to see the bling. I want to see the bling bling. It's all about the bling. It is. And she says that as she waves her <laughs> bling around. Yeah, right stop. Now. <laughs> I'm blind. Stop that. All right, look, now, of course, we were just talking before the break about the pet peeves of job hunting, and Basha and I were sharing about how we absolutely detest recruitment agencies that advertise jobs which do not exist. So we do want to hear your thoughts. Send us a text on 0427 join 9 or email at onair at joy.org.au. And we do have some other things coming up right now. We're talking about why everyone hates couples. We're going to do a little bit about internet shopping later on. Mm. And also some amazing gay destinations for holidays. Yes, so point number one, why everyone hates couples. (laughs) We have a list. We We, do have a list. We have checked it twice. (laughs) Yes, you say we instead of I. Yeah, that that can be irritating. It can be irritating. Well, that was a bit loud, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) But... Bit excited um, there. I know. But I find that I do it if I'm bringing someone new into my group of friends. Mm, and yeah. in order to make them feel included and to remind my friends that I'm now coupled and I'm now bringing my girlfriend along with me, I will use the term we are coming and we would graciously accept your invitation. We would like to attend. Yes, so that they remember the fact that it's not just me anymore, that they also remember to invite her and that when I'm coming, yes, she's coming along with me. So that's one of the things I think, yeah, why you do it. And you're laughing at me. But isn't it true? It is true. Actually, I was laughing at something else. A little double entendre you didn't mean to do. <laughs> anyway, the, uh, the the thing for me about when people say we instead of I is, and it really irritates me, is when people say we feel. 
It's like people talking feeling, in the third person? No, no, because feeling is a singular emotion. Only you can feel something that you feel. Two people can't feel the same thing at once. Well, lesbians can when they merge, no? <laughs> okay, well, yes, there's a little <laughs> bit of stereotypical blindsiding that we can do in there about the weeing and the wee feeling, but at the end of the day, feeling, <laughs> is, a feeling is a singular thing, mm. you know, and, and unless you've actually had a conversation and spoken about it and gr- agreed that you feel the same and you express the same feeling towards one particular notion then maybe you can say it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get it. I'm very ranty today, aren't I? I know. Mm, Sorry about that. What's the next one? You make everyone feel like a third wheel. Mm, Yes, sometimes couples can make a singular person feel like a third wheel. Mm, I'm reminded of going out with uh, said couple and being the third wheel and, and said couple forgot that I was standing there. Are you talking about me right now? No, of course not. Yes, I am. Hey, hey, a little bit of radio co-host hate going on tonight. That's okay. No, no, no. I, I, I think you're a cute couple, but sometimes you did forget that I was standing next to you and you guys got a little bit frisky. distracted and frisky. And yes, thank God one of my friends came and rescued me. At, yeah, we just at, get caught up in the moment. It's all I about know. the love with us, you know. But when you two of you are making out and I'm standing next to you, that's sort of awkward. Thank God one of my friends came and said, are you okay? And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> Let's go this way. He can't help you, sunshine. Okay, what's the next one on the list? You were more fun when you were single. Oh, do you reckon? Uh, I don't some agree. People, some people can be, and I think it's stemming from a lot of the lesbian hibernation. They don't tend to go out. Mm. I believe you can still be in a couple and go out. I can, yeah, all right. All right, not I can directing agree with that, that at anyone in the uh, particular vicinity, but you know, you are just right up on my <laughs> grill tonight, aren't you? <laughs> if anyone wants to tell Barsha to stop being mean, you can do that by sending us a text message on oh four two seven joy nine four nine or emailing at onair at joy dot <laughs> Oh, point number four. Inviting you to parties is way less exciting because you're not going to hook up with anyone. Okay, well, see, I can I can see this from the point of, of, of most people. You know, it is kind of cool when you go to a party and everyone's getting it on, a little bit of drama mixed in there, and a lot of people like drama, but a little bit of drama, a little bit of gossip does not go astray on an occasional evening out. I mean, even myself now will stand there and go, oh, look what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. Look mm. at that. Mm, dodgy. You know, I actually looked. <laughs> she pointed and I looked. <laughs> oh, you're just you're right on the ball tonight. But no, that, that's true. Sometimes, you know, it can be a little bit less exciting when the single friends hook up and then they're officially hooked up. Yes, because that's sort of Long-term happened. Long-term hooking, I'd like to call it. That's a bit dodgy. Okay, moving yeah, don't on. don't say that. Okay. Number five. Because the dramatic relationship you have with your partner seems interesting to you but is boring to everyone else. Hmm. Yeah, well, I agree with that in some point. Are we merging now? No, that God, I hope weird. not. <laughs> oh, that was weird. Okay. Well, yeah, sometimes if you hear a little bit too much about someone's personal life, it can become a little bit of a drag. But personally, you know, I'm, I'm a nurturing person. I like to give advice. It's kind of what I do. So I'm totally okay with people talking about all their business. All right. Point. And also because I'm a gossip monger. I like right, to be up in people's enough. grill. Like you. Huh. Yeah, I don't gossip. Yeah. Moving point, on. Point six. You and your partner look alike, and that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's just a, that's a stereotypical lesbian thing to do, isn't it? As you said before, the urge to marriage. It is. And it's also, you know, like there, there's those posts they put on Facebook and other places where people start to merge and start looking like they're pets. 
Have you noticed that where people start I to resemble? We were talking about lesbianism, not bestiality. No, but <laughs> I wasn't saying about. Hello, where did you go with well, that? We were I was talking about you start to look like your partner. Yeah, your partner and people a Pomeranian. Also, <laughs> did you just get your hair no, blown out? But <laughs> people tend to look like whoever they're with, so their their dogs or their cats tend to resemble them, and and it happens with your partners. But I think it's also because you're chat, you're sharing clothes. Yes, well, sharing clothes is the big one. But I mean, with lesbians, you know, we're, we're stereotypically we are very limited in the uh, hairstyle department. So sometimes accidents do happen, and you have the same haircut. That's why you never buy the same clothes as your partner. The first person who who grabs it, and the person who looks hotter in it, my my rule is has to, is allowed to buy it. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> then you don't have that issue that you end up going somewhere together and you're both wearing the same outfit. But I mean, I, I think one of the best things about being in a lesbian relationship is your wardrobe doubles. Depends on the size of your partner and depends also on your partner's taste in clothes. Yeah, true. True. Okay, yeah. All right, next one. Because inviting you means you have to invite your totally annoying partner. (laughs) Well, come on now. I mean, not everyone's partner is annoying. Yes, surely some of your friends can sometimes hook up with somebody that you think is not exactly awesome. True, yes. Yeah, I don't agree with this point. No. I think if you are actually a good friend, then you will suck it up and... You'll Not find complain. something. Yeah, you'll find something about them that you like. Yeah, everyone That's has what annoying things. Do. Tian has annoying things, and I still love her. <laughs> and I have annoying things too. And, and you do. You rant. You have road rage. It's very frustrating. <laughs> always, always in the car, yelling and carrying on. Now, if if you've got any points, of course, to add to our conversation about why couples can be irritating, please let us know. Send us a text on oh four two seven joy nine four nine or email us at onair at joy you're with Basha NTR this is our show Lee Link and you're on Joy in 94.9. You're listening to the Sapphic Sisterhood, Basha and Tian. Lay Link on Joy 94.9. And welcome back to Lay Link. You're with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Here I am just having a little giggle to myself. I do adore Mr Beck. So do I. He's quite an entertaining man. He's lovely. All right, look, if you want to send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au, feel free to do so. We love it when you get in contact with us. Now let us continue on the list of why everyone hates couples. Yes, why everyone hates couples. And if you want to share, please do. Please yeah, do. If you're in a couple and, and you do something that you think is annoying or you have a couple <laughs> of friends who you think do something annoying, let us know. We love the participation. We do. <laughs> All right. Now what's next here? Number eight, you just nuzzle noses at the dinner table. Yeah, that can So this happen. is the whole over-affectionate kind of thing. And, you know, contrary to popular belief, you know, loved-up couples like that, they're not doing it to irritate people. They're not doing it to make anyone feel uncomfortable. They're doing it because they love each other, they're focused on each other, and they're not focused on you and your silly insecurities. Yeah, and they forget that people are there. But that's okay. Moving on. You Number act nine. like you've been married for 10 years and you've been dating for two weeks. <laughs> mm, yeah. This is very lesbian. It comes right back to that U-Haul factor. Because mm. everyone knows that joke, what does a lesbian bring to a second date? A U-Haul. Of course. And, you know, and uh, th- but that actually doesn't happen all that often. That's about the third date, I think, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've, they've moved it out one, have they? Yeah. Oh, that's really good, isn't it? Okay, what's the next one? Oh, next one's my favourite. Now that you've entered your couple dome, your only hobby is shopping flea markets to find vintage furniture for your awesome house. <laughs> mm. Do I know anybody who does that? That's, Let me think. But that's not. I don't. I don't. I'm not a. Th- well, yes, I'm a thrifter, but I'm not a furniture thrifter. I prefer brand new furniture. But you do go out on hard rubbish day. I love hard rubbish. 
And you know what? It really irritates me because our local council has changed to that system where it's like on-call hard rubbish. And it really upsets me because hard rubbishing, it's basically an institution in Australia where people can recycle. And it's its one of the best forms of recycling that we have. Think of all those poor uni students out there that will not actually be able to furnish their tiny $100 bedrooms at all because there's no hard rubbish. Yeah, see, the councils are supposed to use that money to support council activities. That's why they like want that stuff. they do. I know, but anyway... Let's I, go to I the would next love point. to know where that money is getting, you know, put It's a Christmas into. party. <laughs> okay, it's a Christmas party. We're kidding, yeah. we're kidding. Don't don't complain <laughs> if you work for the council. <laughs> point 11, let's face it, slags are more fun. <laughs> I don't agree. I don't agree. I think couples can be very fun. Uh, point 12, I've already mentioned that you double your wardrobe. Yes, I did. Yes. Here you go, point 13. You save money by on rent by cohabitating. That's really true. Mm. That's really true. But that's not a reason to hate couples. Well, it is if you're poor and you can't afford your own place but for couples that's actually that's really good we do save money by by sharing oh number 14 because you use the phrase date night what's wrong with the phrase date night what's right with the phrase date night why do you have to have a night that's associated with dating because when you're in a relationship sometimes it can be really difficult to balance work and life and social and all the rest of it while still maintaining constant one-on-one time with each other so to have a specific night that you put aside I'm so argumentative about this subject I know and that's so silly because what is the next thing on the list then having a date no not having a date night having a sex night or something because come on wouldn't go astray <laughs> well, you have to plan it no you don't have to plan it I'm just saying that you know it's it's very easy for couples that career focused as well to put so much energy into work and to other things but it's important that you actually do plan specific time to be with each other not just we're making dinner we're doing the washing we're cleaning the house we're sitting on the couch we're watching vampire diaries but it's also very important to have specific times when you go out together and do something that's just you guys that's away from all of this home stuff that we have to do all the time isn't that what you do isn't that why you have weekends if you don't work on the weekends is that you plan to go out and you 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 know even for example like for example there's like the comedy festival on at the moment that's true. So, so you, you plan to go see a, a few comedy shows or whatever. I don't know. I just don't get the whole thing about having a date night and having a specific night where you go out with your partner. Just just plan something. Hey, honey, I want to <laughs> go to the comedy date night. You're yes, planning you're, something. Yes, but you're not specifically calling it Friday night's date night. Well, no, I mean, you don't have to refer to it as date night. Well, that's what they're saying here. Well, you use yes, the phrase date night. Yeah, okay, I agree. They are making a point of that, and, and they do find it annoying in this one. Oh, anyway, 15, you can read that one. You post pictures of your obnoxious, smarmy dates and your stupid, glamorous vacations all over Facebook while constantly writing saccharine status updates professing your love. Guilty as charged. Mm. Guilty. Right here. I'm totally guilty of that. Yes, I do post updates when we go out and we do something cool. Yes, I do post updates when we go on trips interstate. Yes, I do post updates telling people that I absolutely adore my fiancé, which I do. And I don't have an issue with that because the person's status that's underneath mine is a picture of their dinner. Social media has become so ridiculous now. Everybody is sharing absolutely every detail of their lives on social media. And I'm guilty. I just blocked those people off my newsfeed. But uh, <laughs> how many people on your newsfeed are blocked? 
I block certain people. If if you post more than three updates in a, in a day, you get blocked off my newsfeed. If you continually do this because you've discovered some new website or some new <laughs> link or something, that's great. I'm glad that, that God loves us all or that whatever, that positivity is key. Oh, those I, ones really annoy you, those and, positivity um, things. And they're all fine, but stop posting it because you're blocking my newsfeed. And you know that I miss vital information about happening, like, you know, when your girlfriend gives you flowers and you write, oh, isn't she sweet? I or your fiance but you know I miss those things because these people block me so you know I just take them out of my newsfeed we're gonna stop with this subject because I think we need to dedicate a whole show to the annoyances (laughs) of social media right now we're on the annoyances of couples so if you have any annoyances for couples let us know send us a text on 0427 joy 949 or email at onair at joy.org.au you've got two more because your on-again, off-again relationship is constantly forcing your friends to choose whose side they're on. That is annoying. That is annoying. And we have friends and I just don't ask them if they're together or not because I just don't want to start that conversation. If I see them together, then that's good. And if I see them separate, then I say, okay. I just don't ask how their relationship is going. I just ask them generally, <laughs> how are you going? Is everything okay? I avoid that topic because then it, I'm never sure. I, if- yeah, I, I've been there. I've done that. I've seen that That type of couple and for me it's really frustrating because you don't know when you're going to say the wrong thing or when you're going to say the right thing it's better to just kind of avoid because you never know when it's on you never know when it's off yeah and the last one is my favorite you only hang out with other couples which I think is not true I don't think that's true either. I think that, yes, being being friends with couples and hanging out with other couples when you are yourself in a couple can be good because it means that there's always somebody else to talk to. You can bounce ideas off each other. My personal favourite is pointing out my pet peeves and having one of the other members of the other couple agree and go, oh, my gosh, she does that too. I hate that because that's kind of cute. It's like, oh, look at us. You know, we've got to... Okay, yeah, moving on. But you can hang out with, with single people as well. Why do you have to ditch all your single friends because you're in a couple that's just not fair well you don't and that's the thing i know not but a lot I'm just of people saying, do that that's good and we just got a message from kevin and i love kevin because he's totally agreeing with me because he's <laughs> saying no to date night no to date night yes okay. don't don't go out date you know have an evening together and do stuff but don't actually say friday night is date night okay so here we are basha here we are we're yes. both unmarried we don't have children we don't really have any domestic animals that we need to care for turn this around and think 20 years from now what if you've got three kids a mortgage two cars 2.5 animals in the house and you've got crazy family problems all over the place plus you're working a full-time job do you then think that with all of those pressures you might need a date night is this circumstantial date night is date night actually kind of okay with those circumstances in place Yeah, with those circumstances, I can understand that because you need to organise, let's say, uh, babysitters and things like that. So I get that, that you've got to plan it. But don't do it always on the same night of every month or every week or something because that's just silly. And most, most couples in that situation that I know do it once a month. And they will go out on date night once a month. And it's like the first Friday of every month we go to dinner. Great. Love you. You know, come on. Spice it up, people. Spice it up. No? Well, I, yeah, I'm glad that, that Nat and I don't actually have a specific date night. We keep the spontaneity by travelling whenever we feel like it. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. All right. Well, look, if you have a pet peeve about relationship peoples, let us know. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. Coming up, top 20 gay holiday destinations. You've got a list, have you? We do. I thought we were going to do internet shopping. 
Oh, we can do that too. We're going to fit all that in the show? Okay, good. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> you're with Vasha and Tian. This is our show, Lay Link, and you're on Joy. Now, welcome back to Lay Link. You're with Vasha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. We've been talking about why everyone hates couples, and Basha, we've got someone to share with us. Yes, Sean's written in that some couples do get couple exclusive. I like the variety of all approach. Mm. Okay. I agree. Don't leave out the healthy-minded singles. Yes, I like your thinking there. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Kevin has written in telling us that, okay, he loves us girls. Well, that, thank you. Thanks. Now, he has a full-time hectic job, volunteers for multiple things, including the cubby house, has two very active kittens. Aww. Aww. cute. How cute. Oh, okay, moving on. <laughs> and they have both single and couple friends. And they enjoy every night together and make it special, whether they're home or out for a date. It's about celebrating your relationship in every way and not designating time, as anal retentive as they both are. Oh. <laughs> I yeah. agree. That, that's, that's good. See, they sound like a very well-rounded, happy, healthy couple. See, and they can, they can fit time in for, for being together and they just enjoy every moment. And that's what's important. Take every day as it comes. Now, internet shopping. Internet shopping. Been doing that. I've been doing that a lot lately, actually. I've been doing that a ton lately. Now, if, if you're a, a first-time listener you don't know, I recently got engaged, so I'm planning a wedding. And with wedding comes money, and with money comes lots of pretty things. But also, eventually, they will lead to a wedding. And I have been purchasing a hell of a lot of stuff online, which initially I was really scared to do. Of course. As you can be, because there is a lot of little pitfalls and dangers to internet shopping, you know, whether you're going to get ripped off, your credit card's going to go astray and, and end up buying millions of dollars worth of IT games over in China, or, you know, whether your item's not going to arrive, it's going to be damaged, it's going to look completely different from the photo, it is going to be something different from the photo. There's a lot of issues that can go wrong. So, I, I mean, in my experience, I've only had one drama one drama and that was a company that sent me a slightly incorrect fabric that I wasn't really happy with and fortunately for me I was able to email them straight away great customer service they got back to me and they even agreed to let me change the color which is fantastic yeah because buying things online it's also difficult to see you know color texture those kind of things Mm -hmm. so that can also be be weary but uh yes we have a list we like lists in this show we love lists and we have a list it's actually from choice so you can always trust choice (laughs) Choice Mm. (laughs) choice.com.au they're very important yes they help us in vital decisions in our lives Mm. now this was published 10th of january 2010 bear in mind internet shopping has come a long way since this yes but they do say that it's still quite accurate it is quite accurate so you know know um, who you are dealing with who you're dealing with is a really important one sometimes of course with internet shopping you're not going to be able to exactly know personally who that you know figure is however there are little things that are put in place to help you identify who they are and whether they are a reputable company Yes, always a a good choice is to actually Google the company and Google the name. And sometimes if you're not sure about where you've ended up, if this is a legitimate thing, a lot of people will send uh, right posts saying this is a scam or something like that. I do that also when I get weird emails or SMSs, you know, from weird numbers. Mm. I, I just log them straight into Google and I type them in and I see what happens and Google says to me, this is a scam, so I straight away block them. Mm. So there are ways of protecting yourself. You can also see if the website is legitimate, that it's everything is spelt correctly, that the logos look nice, that it doesn't look a bit <laughs> off-centre, things like that. So just, you know, have a good check. Yeah. 
Yeah, be aware. Yes. Be aware. All right, number two, how much is it going to cost you? Now, I'm, I've been a little bit guilty because I made a bit of a mistake, Barsha. I was importing some goods from the US recently, wedding-related, of course, and I did not check the postage cost. I checked that first. I know. Before I, before I, I hit know. send. I know. It was the first thing I bought and yeah, I didn't realise. Right. I already paid for the product and then I had to go through and pay for the shipping separately, which I didn't know that you would have to pay for it separately. At the time, I thought it was just like a, an, an all under the one umbrella cost. But turns out that the uh, product cost exactly the same amount as the shipping. So I was up for quite a large bill. <laughs> yes. But see, now you've learned. So now you check. Now I check. Now yes. I'm completely aware of what I'm what I'm looking at. Yeah, see, I've had the problem where I've been purchasing a few things lately and I check the delivery and a lot of the stuff is free delivery, but it doesn't actually tell you how long it's going to take to get there. Yeah, that, that can be a big <laughs> one. If it's coming from overseas, especially delivery can take a really, really long time. Yeah, and you just don't know when it's coming and it's like, yeah, sending with normal post. Thanks. Yep. How long is that? Two weeks, three weeks, a month? But anyway, what am I buying? Mm. Is yes. your product easily identifiable? Yes, you've got to check the pictures and make sure it looks like what you're wanting and stuff. Yeah. You can always zoom in on the pictures. You can always blow them up a little bit and, and the, check it. The one thing that I found really useful is the product that I'm after. I will go and Google that product in particular and see if any others come up and see what they look like. You can always Google a website or a product name and write review after it and sometimes things will come up which tell you what they're like and if it's actually genuine or not. The next one is good. Is there stock available? Yeah, that, that's a big one. Sometimes places will list stock and then it will actually be out of stock or you have to wait for it to come into stock from overseas where they're actually really collecting their product from. Yeah, I got that with a few websites, one of them being a quite prominent website that sells a lot of things in America. They said to me this was available on stock. They have a countdown there. So it tells you how many items are still available and I purchased it. And then after many months of waiting for my product to arrive and them to charge my credit card, they sent me an email saying, I'm sorry, we miscalculated how much stock we have. We ran out of this stock. And I'm like, but you've got people ordering this stock, therefore produce more. Yeah, it's dodgy. Okay, number five. What delivery methods are available? Are there different options for delivery methods and prices? Will they deliver to my country? So this is one that I experienced from importing from the US is that you can actually choose which US distributor, sometimes you can, what that you want to actually do postage with, which is really good because some of them are quite competitive with their prices. It may take longer, but it'll be a lot cheaper. Or it may be really fast, but it'll be really, really expensive. So it's always good to see which places they ship with. Are they willing to be flexible on that? Are they willing to ship with someone else or do they have a specific contract with that company that they have to, you know, hold themselves to? I just find that a lot of the stuff I'm buying, it's free shipping. So it's always handy because I look at some of the products and then look at the at the end price and calculate the shipping and then you find it with free shipping and sometimes it can be of course cheaper sometimes of course it can be more expensive so you've just got to be aware hmm. yeah uh, how do i know when i've confirmed my order so this is a good one for if you're shopping with big websites like ebay or etsy or something like that uh, a good thing is with those is that they actually have a process which is set out for you which clearly outlines what needs to happen they'll send you emails when your product's been shipped they'll send you emails when you've paid when they've left you feedback when you've left them feedback they always have a defined process However, if you're shopping with a company that is not like that and does not have an online process, it can be a little bit confusing. I personally always place my order, have it sent off, pay for it immediately, and then I follow up with an email saying, hi, I've just processed this payment for you for this product, which I expect to be delivered between these dates. Can you please confirm? 
And they'll always write That's back That's a good and idea. Yes. Z point number seven is how can I pay for my purchases? Well, normally you pay by credit card. You you can, but there are some pitfalls of paying with credit cards on, on websites that are unsecured. So that can be kind of frustrating. That's why you get a debit credit card. You can get a debit credit card, yes. However, I found personally the best option at the moment that I'm finding is paying through PayPal, which is really handy. Yeah. PayPal is an online service, which is basically like a little bit of a bank. You can hook up credit cards and debit cards to it or just hook up like your main banking savings account, which is good if you don't want to get a credit card because you can pay with yes. PayPal and still buy things online. You don't need a credit card. That's yes, which is one very of the main good. things. And the um, other thing is to check before you hit credit card to make sure that it has like, it'll usually have like a Norton or something sort of, some sort of security seal on it to let you know that these are secure companies that are looking after your information. Always make sure that these, this in, these logos are on the website somewhere as you're purchasing. And if you're unsure of the company, Google that company's name and it'll let you know if this is a legitimate security company that, that is doing that because nothing worse than sending off your details and then watching your credit card every five minutes going, yeah. have yeah. I done something wrong? I mean, at the end of the day, if any company emails you and asks your bank details or your credit card details to pay for the purchasing of a product, no. I immediately just say no because it's not on. They should have a secured site. And you don't want to buy from a company that's not willing to chip in the extra funds to make secure payments for their customers. When I was unsure about a product I was purchasing, I just rang up the customer service line and chatted to them because it sounded to me like a legitimate company. I made some inquiries about certain products and felt that they were the kind of product and company that was going on. So, you know, that was always good. Where can I complain if something goes wrong? This is a really important one. And Customer Service 101 deems that if your customer has an issue, you deal with it. You don't ignore them. You don't have a non-listed phone number, none of that jargon. For me, what makes me feel secure when I'm purchasing online is to know that I can contact someone and talk to them if there's an issue. Yes. Yeah, that's actually very good. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. I, I get really frustrated when a company does not have good communication because at the end of the day, I'm the customer. If they don't communicate with me, they lose my money, which means they lose their business if they continue to do it to lots of people. Yeah, but on the internet, they could be, you know, selling their stock out of a, out of a garage and doing this part-time. <laughs> you, you don't know who you're dealing with. You don't know. But there's things set up on, on popular websites, as I said before, like eBay and Etsy, where they actually have a period where they will contact you within three days or please make payment within three days and stuff like that. So that's handy. What's next? What happens if I don't like the purchase or it's faulty? Oh, the, sorry, the product or it's faulty. See, that's a, that's a key one. That is a key one. And, and most websites will have a very, very clear policy outline for refund, exchange, change of mind, which is actually really handy if you're looking for that. Before you even consider buying a product, I would be looking to see what their policy is. Especially if it's electrical goods. Especially if it's electrical goods and food products. Definitely make sure that you're looking for the right thing and, you know, if, you, if you're a bit worried about purchasing something from overseas, it's always better to go to something that's closer to home. But if you're buying electrical goods, consumer the consumer law actually will, will cover you. So you don't have to go back to that company to return your product. You can go straight to the manufacturer. Hmm. You are covered by those laws. I learned recently on the checkout. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, and you, a new show on the ABC. So there you go. <laughs> and of course, you know, what happens if I need to return my goods and how do I get a refund? The refund one, I think, is important. That do is they give important, you a credit yeah. note or they give you actually a refund? I think that's something you need to confirm. And if you're unsure, as Tian said earlier, shoot them an email before you actually hit purchase. 
and wait for a response. I know it might take an extra day or two, but then at least you know that you, you're, you know, you're safe. Yeah. And, you know, always confirming details like how long is the postage going to take and how long does the payment take to clear and things like that. And is there any variation? Is there any hidden costs or anything I should know about? It's also really important stuff that you should ask up front. Is the photo actual size? <laughs> yes, is it actual size? I got, I got done with that one not too long ago. I bought something that turned out to be a mini something. <laughs> oh, there you go. That sounded bad. Okay. That did sound bad. I'm thinking we're not oh, on hide and seek, oh but gosh. okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. All right. Well, look, that is uh, pretty much about enough from us. I think we have talked your ears off for this past hour. So going to wrap it up. You've been with Basha and Tian. This is our show, Lay Link, and you are on Joy, and we'll be back Wednesday, 8 p.m. next week and each week thereafter. Good night. You're listening to the Sapphic Sisterhood, Basha and Tian, Lay Link. On Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.